Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm Veronica Grant, your host and a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. You with me? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode number 175 of the Love Life Connection podcast. I'm so excited to be back in your earbuds again today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're celebrating the 4th of July today, happy Independence Day. I hope you have a safe and healthy and fun holiday weekend. And even if you're not, I want to talk a little bit about independence because it's something that's actually come up a lot in my calls with my clients recently. And it also actually comes up in today's call on the podcast. So it's a perfect Independence Day episode. But here's the thing. A lot of times successful smart women feel like they just have to rely on themselves, whether they were socialized or conditioned that way, or maybe when you grew up, you really wasn't safe to rely on other people or you couldn't rely on other people. And so you just had to figure out your own stuff. You had to figure out how to get your permission slip signed. You had to figure out how to get food on the table and lunch in your lunch bag and all that kind of good stuff. Or maybe you just were conditioned or socialized by your parents, maybe your mom to say, don't rely on a man or don't trust a man. Um, Men will hurt you or whatever it is. And so now as an adult, without having any of that healed or looked at in a different way, perhaps you've become overly independent. Now, I don't ever want to advocate or make anyone feel like they need to be codependent on in a relationship or that they need to lose themselves in a relationship or that's the whole point of them. Obviously not. But I think that it is a core need for people in relationship to feel needed. And no matter who you're dating, if it's a same sex relationship or a man and a woman, I believe each each person in that relationship, they need to feel needed. And if they don't feel like you need them, 
the relationship will just kind of fizzle. And there won't be that passion, that excitement there just because it kind of just feels maybe a little bit like in the friend zone or roommate zone if you if you live together. And so during this holiday weekend, or if it's not a holiday weekend for you, just take now as an opportunity to ask yourself, am I being too independent? Am I not allowing myself to ever ask for help or get support or to lean on someone? And if this just feels utterly terrifying for you, I wouldn't recommend starting to learn how to do this in a romantic relationship, because that's probably going to be the most triggering. Start in a relationship that feels a little bit easier. Maybe if you have kids, it's simply just asking your kids for help around the house and doing more chores. If you don't have kids, um, or your kids are already doing a lot, maybe you have some friends or family members that you can ask for help. I bet there are people in your life right now that are offering you some sort of support, but you're not taking them up on it. So learn how to do that first and grow that muscle there, that muscle to um, let other people coming into your life, let other people help you and support you grow that muscle there. And then it'll feel so much easier to do that in a romantic partner. And as you know, I'm all about inner child work. And you also have to tie this back to inner child work. Because if you just try to flex your muscle, and like, all right, I'm just going to ask for help, or I'm going to be less independent, and you only just focus on the mental aspect and the physical aspect of actually doing it, it's going to feel a little bit like it's forced. And it's going to just rely on you to use willpower to succeed. And it probably in the long run won't succeed or won't go very well for you. And so you've got to also do the emotional spiritual piece underneath of that, which is largely inner child work. So where did you learn that it wasn't safe to rely on people? Maybe it literally wasn't safe for you to rely on people when you were growing up or you or your parents literally weren't there, either physically or emotionally and didn't take care of you the way that parents should have taken care of their kids. And so maybe there really is a survival app um, part to this for you. Or maybe it's just simply conditioning from um, the media or what your mom said about men or relationships or dating that, oh, you shouldn't be reliant on anyone or being reliant on someone is bad or it means you're weak. Wherever it is, just notice where you either got the messaging or where it really was a period in time of your life where you couldn't be independent. And then you've got to go in there and begin to heal that and reparent that little girl. Because the truth is, is that there might have been a period of time in your life where you really couldn't rely on parents or other caretakers in your life. And you want to heal that and you want to work with that. But you also want to recognize that that was then this is not now. And there was a time in your life where it really served you to be independent and self reliant. But there's now you're in a time of your life where it's no longer serving you. And so you've got to let that part of you go with so much gratitude and compassion so that you can let someone into your life in a vulnerable way. And if it's simply conditioning from what maybe your parents said, or what TV or movie set or whatever it is, you still do inner child work, you're not free of it. Um, but it's just going to be a little bit in a different way. And it might just be um, reteaching or reparenting that little girl, that inner child to see the world in another way and see how that when you do let someone into your life in a way where you're 
allowing them to support you in some way or to help you in some way that that's incredibly vulnerable. And if you listen to Brene Brown, then you know that vulnerability is also the birthplace of connection and intimacy and love and relationships, and all of that kind of good stuff. So just a little bit of a Independence Day message for you. And if you know you have some love blocks, but aren't really sure what it is, or how to begin to clear them, then make sure you take my love block quiz, just go to veronicagrant.com forward slash quiz. And you can take that. There's less than 10 questions, super quick. And then depending on what your block is, you'll actually get a guide to help you begin to clear it specific to the block that you have. So again, veronicagrant.com forward slash quiz to take that. And I will also put that link in the show notes. So you can just go to the podcast player show notes and you can tap one of those purple links if you're using iTunes, at least there. And um, you can take the quiz straight there from your phone. So let's get to my conversation with Kelsey today. So Kelsey is in love incubator and she wanted to come on to the show. And so of course, I gladly accepted her her request. I adore working with Kelsey. And I I really didn't even plan for I didn't even know what her question was going to be before we started recording. And honestly, it wasn't until just now that I realized, oh, man, this is so perfect as an Independence Day episode. So I've already kind of um, gave you a little preview as to what we're going to be talking about in our coaching conversation. So here are some questions to keep in mind as you listen to my call with Kelsey. So one, do you let other people's advice sway your actions in a relationship? Do you have a hard time letting someone else provide? And I don't necessarily mean financial, you know, providing. I just mean providing emotional support or literally physical support and like helping you move. If you're a career driven woman, whether or not you have your own business, are you able to turn it off in the evenings and come back down into your feminine self? And what past experiences have created a belief that you can't rely on others? And finally, can you make something easy that you used to think was hard to do? So keep these questions in mind and let's get to my call with Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Welcome to the show. How can I help? So I was wondering, how do you know when to listen to other people's advice or opinions about your relationship and when to trust yourself. Okay. Okay. Got it. Um, that's a really great question. So tell me a little bit more. What's the conflicting advice you're hearing versus what your intuition is saying? Um, so some of the advice is like, well, this person isn't as aligned with your values because they're not as ambitious as you are. Mm -hmm. Um, versus for me, I don't really need someone who is as ambitious as I am, just someone who won't resent me or hold me back from the things that I want to do in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, um, so then basically is the question, he's not as ambitious as you are and you don't think that's a problem, but is it your parents, your friends, who is it that think it is a problem? Um, my friend specifically, um, said something, um, and I know my parents would probably have a problem with it. Okay. Okay. Got it. So why is this, um, you know, problem for you? Right. And I ask because like we get, people always want to share their two cents, especially with dating (laughs) for some reason, especially when it's unsolicited. So 
why, what do you think this is like triggering or what is it bumping up against that's creating this? Like, I don't know, are they right? Or am I right? Like, talk to me about that. Um, so part of it is, I guess there is like a little bit of like a twinkle of me feeling like maybe they're right. Um, Mm -hmm. and maybe that will bother me one day. Mm -hmm. Um, and another part is, I guess just like people telling me what my life is supposed to look like. And that is kind of annoying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I hear that. So is this just one friend or is this a lot of people that are telling you something? This is one friend. Okay. Okay. You know, cause I, I think in general, like we have to go with our, our guts um, and what feels good and aligned for us. And you know, you've, I mean, you're in the love incubator. You've been listening to the show for a while. Um, you know that someone's accolades don't necessarily make a good partner, right? It's more about mm-hmm. shared value and then also um, supporting each other on each other's paths. Even if the path isn't the same, that's totally fine. As long as they're parallel paths, I think a relationship can be really successful and beautiful and passionate and all the things, right? Um, and so I think what the question really is, is, and perhaps you're putting a little bit too much pressure, you know, like you're like, okay, can I marry this person? Or is this person going to be my forever person? And that's a loaded question versus like simplifying it. And like, do I want to see this person tomorrow or next week? Um, And then from there, whatever may or may not end up being the truth, your truth is going to come up for you. But it seems like even without this outside influence of this friend's advice, there might be a little part of you that's questioning this aspect of your partner. Does that feel true? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. Um, I guess I'm worrying about future resentment on either side. Okay. And is there any resentment now? Is there any reason to believe there would be resentment? We, not necessarily resentment. We have had conversations about finances and even you know, like paying for dinners and things like that. Um, it's like, you know, I can pay sometimes or I can treat you sometimes. You don't have to do everything by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had that conversation and we've definitely, like, it's not a problem. Um, it's just mm-hmm. something he really feels um, is important to him to be able to provide. Um, and I respect that and I appreciate that, but I work hard too. So I want to be able to treat him sometimes. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I think that, I mean, you're getting into a lot of different areas that we could just go crazy in. Um, <laughs> and just because there's a lot of things around masculine and feminine, like a man's role versus woman's role, but then also like the feminine masculine energies that are in all of us. Um, and so in this, in this relationship, well, okay, there's, there's a couple things that I, 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 I want to ask. So do you feel like he, um, like, I am trying to get to the bottom of why you think the resentment might be a problem because, you know, I'm in a lot of ways way more ambitious than my husband, right? Like I'm like type A, I can be burning the midnight oil like <laughs> all the time, but I don't. And a big reason that I don't is because my husband balances me out. And so it could be a really sweet balance, right? Um, mm-hmm. In a relationship. Or is there something else that's making you think that he has a certain idea in his mind of like what role he wants to have or what role he wants his partner to have in a relationship. 
I think that, um, well, I don't think we've had this discussion of um, him feeling like a woman is supposed to be treated a certain way. And as a man, this is his role to provide for me. And you know the type of work that I do. So mm-hmm. it makes it really difficult for me to kind of switch gears to being not necessarily submissive, but like allowing him to do that. Not only the fact and that, not only that, but I will, once I start working again, I'll make more money than him. And I am just worried that like me wanting to go on nice vacations or go to restaurants that he can't afford is, would be a problem. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. Well, a couple things. One, and I'm saying this entrepreneur to entrepreneur, um, part of your growth path will be to learn how to turn it off and to learn how to, you know, having like some sort of ritual to close your day and a ritual to start your day. So you can really set this time of like, I'm a, you know, I'm in business, I'm the CEO, I'm the boss here. And then being able to turn that off to allow yourself to really step into that feminine, because you're right. Like, Feminine masculine energy is super important. Sometimes you're going to be more in the masculine in a relationship and sometimes he's going to be more in the feminine and that's all normal and natural, but he's going to naturally be more in the masculine since he's a man and identifies as a man and you're going to, and if you're going to stay in that like business mode and always be thinking about business or like just thinking about it in your head, you're going to naturally stay more in the masculine too. And that's going to make it really hard to connect. And that might be where a little bit of this like uncertainty is playing out because there's that lack of connection. And so you're almost like, it's almost like you're looking for something that might be the reason like, Oh, well, he's not as ambitious as me, you know? And I'm not saying this person is your forever person. Neither one of us have any idea. Um, But what I am saying is I think that you can have a conversation with him and in your own work, show up in a way that allows you to be really be in that feminine, um, uh, that so that you can at least give the relationship an opportunity for that passion, that connection and the way that you want um, to exist. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So and I guess up. that's the hard part is yeah. like, not only have I been single for a while before we got together, but like even growing up, like I've always had to take care of myself. So mm-hmm. to trust someone to, know that like they're not gonna like mess my life up if I give them (laughs) any sort of control is like super like even opening the door for me is super triggering yeah okay okay so let's talk about this so first of all there's no guarantees that anyone can give you he might totally mess your life up he might he might not Mm. right no one can guarantee that to you but you have to give basically someone an opportunity to mess your life up in order for there to be a real love and a real connection. Now I'm not saying like, you know, you have to like lose yourself in him and like be codependent. Like that's what I mean by messing your life up. I just mean messing your life up in terms of like getting heartbroken. And you have to allow for that to potentially happen in order for um, what you want to exist. And some of the things that you can have him do aren't necessarily going to be things that would mess your life up, right? Like if you're like, all right, babe, let's move in together and you're going to pay for all the rent and everything. And then you break up, then that can be a little confusing and and difficult from a financial perspective. Cause now you've got to like 
move out, reorganize your finances, maybe get a job or something, and then like start paying for stuff again, right? But just simply having someone open the door for you, it might be triggering and we can talk about how to deal with that trigger, but it's okay that it's triggering you. It's not bad and it doesn't mean you have to avoid it because it's triggering you. Um, But that might be a really great and also safe way to start letting someone provide for you. Because I really do believe that, um, you know, again, men who identify as men and who are attracted to women, I think that a big need, and this is, this is a generalization, but I think it's generally true, not it's going to be a different scale, you know, different, you know, whatever, depending on who the person is. But generally, um, I think that men want to be a provider. But that doesn't mean financially. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, yeah, and I agree. I think that a lot of men, though, still, I like, feel like they need to be a provider financially. And then I'm just worried because, well, that's, like, on, if them. I, that's on them, mm-hmm. right? Like, if, if they have a lot of issues around it, you can have a conversation, but that's on them to resolve that part of them. And that's not your job to dim your light or to maybe just break off the relationship and not give it a shot or to sabotage your career or whatever. Because I I do believe, you know, I'm not going to go into money mindset. That's a whole other thing, but I do believe that you will sabotage yourself, especially because you're an entrepreneur. If there's a subconscious belief in you that believes you have to choose between money or love or your business or this guy. Mm -hmm. And that's been the problem is that I've wanted to have a business for a really long time, regardless if I was working as as well or not. And whenever I was in a relationship at that time, like there's a face that I can picture in my mind that my ex made that makes me feel like, oh, maybe I can't do this or why didn't he believe in me? Or I don't know what it was, but there was definitely some sort, something going on in his head where it was like, why would you do that? Um, and it's been an issue um, in my relationship since then. And I'm, it, it, he seems really supportive and he has been so far, but I guess there's still that like fear in the back of my yeah, head. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I think with this ex, um, I think that that was just a manifestation of something else. I don't think this fear was created as an adult. It seems to go deeper than that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So talk to me. Where do you think it came from? Um, from his mom. Um, she owned a business and no, 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 no. I think it's going to go back deeper than that from, from me or from him, from, from, from you, like from From your own life. It's not really about having a business. I mean, that's just how it's manifesting itself currently. Yeah. Because maybe his mom had a business and now you have a business and you're like, oh man, I have to choose. But you told me earlier in our call that you had to provide for yourself and that's just like your MO, like that's what you're just used to. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that correct? Yeah. So tell me about that. About my childhood in that regard? Yeah. Like why did you have to provide yourself? Like what, what were the circumstances that made you have to do that? Well, my parents weren't really around. Like I lived with my dad, but he was never there. Like he was either at school or work or hanging out with his girlfriends. Um, and my mom didn't live in the country. so. I didn't have anyone. Yeah. And what happened? Can you remember a time when maybe you did rely on either your mom or your dad or another, or another adult and they let you down? 
Um, yeah, a lot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> when didn't they? <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So what did that little girl who learned that she can't rely on other people, especially um, people that were close to her, like her parents, and if you're living with her dad, it's not surprising that it's now showing up in relationships with men. What did, um, what did she believe? Like, what did she make? Um, what was the story she told herself about this? Um, I can't depend on anyone mm-hmm. and I have to do everything myself. Mm-hmm. So if you work really hard, then you'll never have to, you never have to be disappointed. Yeah. Cause you can provide everything. Yeah. And I won't disappoint me. Well, I can, but mm-hmm. it's a little less. And what would happen when you were younger if you did rely or you, you for a moment, you know, or an example that you did rely on either your mom or your dad or someone else and they didn't follow through, they, they fell through. What would, what would you say or what would you feel? Um. That's hard because I think I kind of shoved everything down when I was little because I didn't mm-hmm. have space to, exp- like, I wasn't allowed to express anything but happy. Yeah. Um, but you probably made it mean something in your head. Like, you might have been, like, outwardly, like, pretending like it wasn't a big deal. But inwardly, I sh- I'm sure you felt something, even if it was just, like, pushing it down. There was something you were pushing down, right? Yeah, like, sadness, um, disappointment. like. I think I made the connection that depending on people causes you to be hurt. Mm-hmm. So then with all of this coming to light, is it that surprising that it's super triggering for you when your partner opens the door for you? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't safe. It wasn't safe. And especially, you know, when it comes to like our parents providing, like, I don't know exactly the things, you know, when you had to do everything for yourself, like, I don't know if that means literally like cooking food, making your lunch, making sure you had lunch money. Um, But these are all literally like they have to do with like food, right? Like they're Mm -hmm. like, there's, you need food to survive, right? Yeah. Right. It wasn't just like, oh, my dad didn't come to my ballet recital, which I'm not saying that's not a big deal because that can also be very traumatizing. But when you literally have to make sure that you make your own lunch or breakfast or whatever, I mean, that's just taking it to an even deeper like level of survival. Yeah. Yeah. So when's the time that um, you did rely on someone and they, and they followed through? It doesn't have to be in a romantic sense. It could be a friend, a teacher, a neighbor. Uh, When I was in Atlanta, I I had a job and they were uh, transferring me to a new state. But um, my my contract ended a month after my lease was going to be up. And my friend let me stay with her for a month Mm -hmm. for free. Mm Mm-hmm. And how did that feel? 
it felt really good. I felt like kind of warm and fuzzy. It's like I have people in my corner. Mm-hmm. And did you feel like a burden at all or not so much? No, she didn't make it. She didn't make me feel like a burden. Like she, like, you know, we, I was just talking about it and then she just automatically offered and, you know, it wasn't like a thing. Like she kind of just made me feel like, you know, Hey, if you need anything, like I'm here for you, like period. And it was, it was almost kind of funny because she was a little offended that I didn't ask her. Mm-hmm. And that was a new feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love this. Sounds like an awesome friend. Yeah. Yeah. We're not friends anymore, but <laughs> that's other reasons. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Friendships have expiration dates, just like romantic relationships. Um, is there another time when you relied on someone and they followed through? Um, well, I had a pretty tough situation in um, undergrad and my, I wouldn't say my entire school because that's like an over exaggeration, but like my boss, my professors, campus safety, like everyone kind of rallied around me and, you know, supported me. I didn't lose my job. They gave me time off. You know, they helped me kind of get the resources that I needed to get through the situation. And you know, I was able to just have the time and the space, like they even gave me off my classes and everything. Um, just to, you know, be able to kind of get my life back together. And it was like in the middle of the semester. And that place still feels like home. Like that's beautiful. Yeah. So is it really true that you can't rely on other people? I guess it's eighty percent true. But there's that 20% where it's not true. Yeah. And I bet it's probably even more than that. We're just, sometimes it's easier to, you know, when we have a belief that we can't rely on people, then, um, oh, what is that phenomenon called? It's like the reason why when you go look at like a, I don't know, like a Subaru, a red Subaru, and then all of a sudden you see red Subarus all over the place. Confirmation bias, that's what it is. Yes. Um, Um, there's probably a part of you that is just looking for ways and reasons that what you believe is true. Yeah. Because it's easier to do that than to pick myself back up after that -hmm. person dropped the ball. Mm -hmm. And how is not relying on people? How is that working for you? I I would say it's working pretty good, but (laughs) well, it is right. It is in some ways, right? Like, like you, you've gotten to where you are because you've been self-reliant and that's not necessarily a bad trait, you know, like it's, I think it's, I think it's admirable that you can like just figure shit out, right? Like you can just figure out how to start a business, figure out how to get clients. Right. Um, I mean, you can just, I think that's great. And some people like don't have that ability. Right. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that sometimes our greatest strengths are also our greatest shadow. And your great strength is that you can just get shit done. You can figure it out and you can make it happen. I have no doubt. And you know that. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.